We have all had thoughts about what we would do in a zombie apocalypse, many of which focus on our own survival. But what if you found an abandoned baby? How many of us would take the responsibility of looking after such a fragile life? How many of us would just leave? In this gripping audio drama, we follow the story of a man who struggles to keep his humanity while raising a baby in this world wrought with chaos, bringing back the one thing this lawless civilization needs most, hope. Mudwalker Productions presents Raising Hope, an audio drama that will keep you asking, what's next? Raising Hope is a self-produced bi-weekly audio drama. Ask not what you should do to survive, ask how do I live? Available now wherever you get your podcasts. I designed Megan to protect Katie from feeling lonely. She will recognize you as her primary user. And when you do that, you're going to pair with her. Crazy. It's insane, right? Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hello there. This week, we'll be discussing the new classic, Megan, starring Allison Williams and a crazy doll gone wild. Each week on the podcast that wouldn't die, we discuss guilty pleasures and forgotten classics of the horror and sci-fi genre with a comedic twist. Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing enough. That's Back the at work. Back at work. You're doing Still the here. Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. I I am the Lord. And by the Lord's work, I just mean recording a podcast on your first day of school. I think that's the most important thing, don't you? I, I can't even concentrate. I'm overly stimulated by everything in the background of your thing. Between your ukulele, your hammock of plushies, and all your favorite boy bands. I, I they just are can't my favorite. Away. Are you kidding me? You've got Pee Wee Herman sitting on a toilet. R.I.P. Cherry. Cherry. R.I.P. There looks to be a, a disembodied head behind you. There's all sorts of horror. Her name stuff. is Vivian. I know that because it's written across her neck. Vivian from like, uh, wasn't that uh, Julia Roberts' name in Pretty Woman? She was Vivian. Is it? I was thinking of more of the young ones. There was well, a there's dude the named Vivian. There was a dude named Vivian. Absolutely. <laughs> Coincidence? Co- Who's I to think say? Not. Who's to Sweet. say? Not I, that's for sure. Not I, said the fly. Good Lord. Boom. Um, shall we just get started? Or do you have more you'd like to share about the, the, the perils of teaching? Level. No, my energy level is so low. It's That's what our low. audience loves to hear. It's this low. That's how low it is. Back to school <laughs> night is next week. Boom. We are on video, but assume <laughs> that at least half our audience is not going to respond to sight gags. Sweet uh, Jesus. Then that's why they need to join our fake Patreon or subscribe. To we do YouTube not have a Patreon, <laughs> so we can uh, so they can get down and get the real good stuff. I'm looking at myself in the mirror to get down and funky. Get down and funky. 
or or funky. God, you're all gonna funky in a minute. Ladies and gentlemen, I like to apologize. I'm I'm like sweating because I forgot to turn on the fan, and it is 106 outside. It is hot as the devil's draws. Ain't no lie about that. That's right. Uh, uh, Fire crotch, you might say. Uh, You just keep rambling. I'm turning on the overhead fan. Keep going. Take your time. Take your time. Just keep keep jibber jabbering about Megan or something. This is this is a high quality episode in a podcast where it's nothing but the best we are well prepared we we step up we don't hit the record button till we're ready to rock let me tell you that's how we roll on this Dude, this podcast. is real real this is this, this is real real world this is how the sausage is made this ain't, ain't no, no party this ain't no disco this, this ain't, ain't no country no club around this is la this um is LA. Anywho, why don't you give us your 30-second synopsis of Megan? A lady who's never seen a child before develops, develops a crazy robot with no safeguards. Hijinks ensue, and she is completely oblivious. And, I don't know, in the end, her heart grew three sizes that day. Happy ending? Yes. Happy <laughs> You didn't even need the full 30 seconds on that one. Boom. The end. The end. The end. Now, you had never seen this before. Is that correct? This is your first viewing? No, I had not. Had you I heard of it? I try to avoid child robot movies. I believe I remember seeing the ads. I mean, and let's be clear. It doesn't look like a child. It looks like a 26-year-old small person. <laughs> at one point, I wrote, speak like a child. I mean, there was a on. moment where uh, they're trying to drop off the kid at the special day school, whatever it is, out in the forest. And the lady's special a camp counselor. Special day school implies that she's in special education. Well, I'll, I mean, clearly. It, it, it's more like a, a Montessori thing. Yes. She was homeschooled. Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, and whenever the teacher comes to collect her and she's like, oh, oh what's this child's name? And immediately goes, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> I had to write that down. That was dynamite. There was, a, there was a lot of moments in this. Now, I remember seeing the ads for this movie back uh, like uh, last January, let's say. And usually, as we all know, January is the dumping ground of movies that have been made, but they don't have a lot of uh, enthusiasm for. It seems appropriate. It does seem appropriate. However, there was a lot, I I started to hear a lot of good word of mouth about this movie. So I went and saw it by myself. I don't know if it was in January, maybe it was in February, like, but it was was still hanging around. And I have to say, pleasantly surprised. I would say, it's good enough to goof on. I would have been maybe annoyed if I saw it at the theater, but it's perfectly okay for Amazon Prime. How about I that? I think you're out of your damn mind. I think this is a new classic. What do you think of no, that? You want to see a new classic? You go. You got to go to the movie theater right now and see Talk to Me. That's a new classic. I may go see again. Look. Okay, A A224 definitely strikes again. I will definitely go see that. This is that period of the year, August, mid-August, 
where I go to school later than everyone else in my family. So there's going to be some time where it's just K-Dog rocking out at home by his own self. And that's usually when I go to the theater to watch these movies. A couple of years ago, I saw the, the alligator classic crawl under these circumstances. So I will definitely put, what is it? Talk to me. Talk to me. That, I, I was too scared to, to go by myself, so I had to drag a homie along. And within uh, seven minutes, I turned to her and I said, "They're not playing around. <laughs> They're not." But the, Megan, not Megan is playing around. Right out of the gate, playing around it's when they cool. when they jump in with the the fake commercial where it's like, "Oh, you have a lovely pet at home, but you know all pets die." So then they cut to like the grave with the child crying. That I knew we were in for something good at that moment. And there the plan is, what was it? Uh the crazy fake Furbies were called perpetual pets. Perpetual. Because yeah, they will outlive you. <laughs> it, it's Teddy Rockspin if you knew he could fuck you up. Well, that's, that, it's a Furby that says inappropriate things. And if you feed it too much, it'll poo on the floor. It's, yeah, it's something serious. And I think it causes the, the fatal car accident that, that strikes down poor what's-her-name's parents at the beginning of the movie. Agree yeah. or disagree? She, and she 100% looks like an orphan. I think she's the orphan from the orphan. Because later she, on, she she acts the shit you want to like turn around it'd be like you're driving the car this is why there was the accident they didn't show you the real thing is dad's trying to drive she's kicking the back of the seat he goes to give her the the back of the hand and she and does something f- and then that's I'm the real the end clip. of the story well the, she... the first time the child kicked the back of my chair while i'm driving we're yes. pulling over and we're having a situation cps Absolutely. is going to get called uh, I mean, it's it's just a hair away from them grabbing the steering wheel. It's that it's kind of reminiscent. You're going in the now trunk, the, little Missy. You ain't my child in the trunk. It's it's reminiscent. Gra- your daughter Gracie, you died in a terrible accident. Gracie starts kicking my headrest while I'm driving. She's going to the trunk for a little while. Put that in your will. It's almost reminiscent. Third time I've started a sentence that Aaron cuts me off and goes on for 20 more minutes. It's kind of reminiscent of the Baba Duke at the beginning of the movie where there's a scene where she's driving, la la la, and the kid is having a flip out in the backseat. Ma! Ma! Where it's that kind of thing where you're like, look, I don't support child abuse, obviously. But in situations like these, you kind of go like... In most cases... Generally speaking, (laughs) yes, it's the (laughs) generally speaking. Um, she what's interesting is that actress, I she was in another movie we've done fairly recently. She was in Dr. Sleep, uh, the little girl. Do you know who she was in Dr. Sleep? This is a hard question. Her soul sucked out. She, she, she's at the beginning of the movie where it's whatever the hell Margie the Hat or whatever her name was. Yes. The little girl's at like a campground and walks over by the lake, and then Margie comes out and kind of oh, takes her hand. Yeah, she was. Yes. Yeah, like I, the very I liked first Dr. scene. Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep was 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 good. The story was I good. Agree. The movie was good. No question. No question. So let's just jump right into the highlights. Aaron, what you got? 
Well, first of all, the whole concept that you're going to have this toy that no yes. one ever outgrows. We had a swimming pool. And you know what we did? We made our mom take us to the swim center. <laughs> mom, no. You're saying that, mom would have just let you be floating in the pool otherwise if you hadn't insisted. Is that what you're suggesting? No, we had a pool. We had a pool growing up. Truth. Yes, but mom wanted you to to swim. You're saying we would have drowned if it wasn't for me demanding mom teach us how to swim. Is that what you're saying? What I'm saying is we had a thing and we insisted on a different thing that was almost the same. Now I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Go ahead. Start over. We had a pool. Instead of swimming in our own pool, we insisted that mom take us to the swim center so we could go swim there a place with another pool where we then would pay for that now why would you insist to do this now now i see what you're saying so it's not mom it's your insanity i don't know i'm gonna have to have you evaluated i don't know well you said you insisted that you took mom take you to the swim center to learn how to swim I didn't say to swim, not to learn how to swim, okay. to swim. Okay, Dear go God, dear and God. She, My she point yes? being, all summer long. Yes, it cost us Why money. would she agree to that? To get us the fuck out of the house, I guess. So she just dropped you off at the at the swim center and just yes. be like, deuces. Well, maybe, then maybe it's worth the money at that point. <laughs> but my point that I was trying to make Is there is no perpetual thing. The perpetual pet eventually is going to be irritating. You're not when you're 16. You're not playing with the same toys you played with. That's pooping all over the floor. And quite frankly, Megan was a nag. If it wasn't that this chick was already demented, she was a harpy. I mean, she besides looking creepy and being creepy. Come on, really? Can't you flush the toilet? That really? Was, that Seriously? Can you flush? Because the first time she said, don't forget to wash or flush the toilet. Hey, did you wash your hands? Smash cut. Hey, seriously, would you flush the toilet, please? Yeah, it got serious. And I was, I was on board. I was on board at that point. If I could, I mean, not, of course, knowing what we know. But right. at first, it seemed like a great concept. Why parent your children at all? Where well, you can hire an angry robot that just follows them around going, did you flush? Wipe that pee off the floor. Did, Hell you, yes. just push, did you just put that plate in the sink? Put it in the dishwasher. It's two inches away. Oh, Now that's yeah, we, a robot I can get behind. We're happy if they put the dishes in the sink. We find <laughs> them in odd under the cushions in odd places around the house. I need a damn Megan to come crack some skulls up in here. I'm not lying. I mean, the premise that I would, if I could have this doll, I would never need another toy again. Yes. Wrong. Wrong. That's nice. She can sing a little crazy song and talk to you and play cards, but you're going to get tired of that shit. I don't know. Whatever the, whatever the (laughs) hell she does. You're going to get tired of this. Nobody wants to just sit quietly and chit chat and never do anything else. It's true. It's it's sad in our house where it's like you find you give the kids presents for birthdays or Christmas or whatever. Things that, that they, they can't couldn't live, live without. without. Yeah. And then it literally like in many cases 
the toys sit on a shelf and are never played with again. It's never, never. quite what they thought it would be. Right. Not like literally it's opened, put on the shelf, collects dust. Dad says, get this shit out of here. Mom feels bad. We spent 50 bucks on that thing. We have to get rid of it. I'm like, it's just taking up space. And that in, in this me. movie, though, the doll hears, let's get rid of this shit. And then he, it stands over you and, and while you're sleeping with a knife, say, say that again, bitch. Absolutely. Okay, we have to, <laughs> it's stabbing. The thing we have to talk about, basically, okay. So the little girl's parents die at the beginning of the movie in a tragic snowplow accident of some sort. And she has to go live with her aunt who designs highly advanced toys uh, for this toy company. Like like we said, perpetual pets. But she's really working on this, this new doll that'll be fully interactive. That's the idea. It has a learning brain, blah, 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 blah. But they go over the, the schematics of this thing. And it's like, it's got a titanium frame. It, it does? Why would, in God's green earth, would it need a titanium frame? Because this it's a is toy. Co- it's a covert CIA thing where when the shit goes down, all of a sudden it's the rise of the machines. And then machine guns shoot out of, uh, of their little chubby hands. I mean, that would make a hell of a lot more sense. I mean, it's, so it's bulletproof? Is that necessary? There's never a scene in this movie, and you kind of see this in most of these movies of this type, where it's like a lightning bolt happens to strike something, and that now the thing's kind of like, oh, now I don't have to follow commands. There's never that moment in this movie. It's just because it's a learning thing, kind of a Terminator 2 situation, where it just becomes like, oh, well, now you can't even turn me off. It's you say, shut GBT. down, Megan. <laughs> right. It's chat GPT. But it, it, there's, it, it learns and then becomes psychotic on its own. And it learns like, you can't, I'm going to pretend to be asleep. I'm going to pretend to be off. It uh, learns to ignore all the safeguards. Right. Well, and they even said, there are no safeguards in this oh, yeah. thing. That's you know what important. I mean? Like it, in RoboCop, they put in safeguards, right? There, there's no, there's like, this is like arguably tougher. Than, than RoboCop. What the hell? No. It makes no genius. That part made no sense. Go ahead. That made no sense. I, I put down, I know I said small people, but they are small people. I put down, it literally looks like a 20-something Olsen twin. Yes. Well, because they, they've got like a, like a kind of a, a Farrah Fawcett hairstyle for, from the 70s, something going on And there. like polyester skirt. It looks like she should yes. be smoking some Pall Malls and have like a brown it's always the Pall Malls <laughs> and the bourbon. Yes, we know how it She's goes. She's having bourbon. She's had a hard time. There was a moment. So the, the niece goes to live with her aunt who doesn't know how to deal with kids. It's like baby boo. Who clearly has no connection and couldn't give a. Couldn't give a. Just, uh, you know, sitting here, uh, hey, you know, get on. You can use my iPad. She's like, well, what about screen time? Uh, screen time, who gives a damn? Play with it all screen night. Screen time, stream time. Stream <laughs> uh, time. I, I know it's your mom is dead. It's my sister. But really, who cares? Here's an iPad. See in twelve hours. I'm just Leave gonna. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, to the basement to build my creep robots. I, I love it when the judgy therapist arrives at their house. I'm just here to observe you guys. Okay, cool. Can we play with your toys? Uh, sure. Because 
I don't have any toys. Why don't I have any toys? Because I'm a grown adult and the kid arrived here yesterday. Sorry. Sorry, CPS, judgy therapist. CPS never arrives that fast. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Lickety split. Um, and then it's like, hey, here's a toy that I have. Let me explain it. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't explain that toy. It's better if she discovers on her own. Uh, okay, I guess we can See, just roll Montessori. it on the floor. We it's can just roll on the floor like a tennis ball. This is yeah. highly advanced. He's like 12. Let's just sit like a toddler and roll a, a little effed up ball back and forth. And then what? <laughs> we just stare at each other with our dead eyes. Well, and later in the movie, the little girl is totally psychotic. She's like, it, like meeting with a. Th- she's like throwing her shit on the floor. She's like your she five dollar handbag. A therapist. Yes, yes. And therapist. she's allowed to remain where she is. Absolutely. There would have been a squad coming to pick that biz up. They'd be well, like, the end- let me talk to her quietly. I'd be like, yeah, because I'm gonna need to step outside and and put the the met team come needs to come absolutely inject this child with some thorazine or something and the aunt is not worried about it at all at that point later in the movie she's like i don't give a take this kid take her she kicked me in the back of the headrest while i was driving gotta go she She gotta gotta go go. put her put her in the trunk (laughs) put her in the trunk with with megan for god's sakes oh lord (laughs) Casey yeah, Meg- seriously flushed the toilet. I wrote that down. <laughs> it was, Love I it. mean, the idea is fantastic. It's basically a nanny for when you don't want to raise your children. If you want to be pretend like you're royalty from like 1890s, where you just, your child is presented after breakfast and right before you have dinner and you pat them on the head. This like is a governess. You. Absolutely. It's a governess. It is. It's supposed to be a toy, but it it's given so many capabilities. And literally the point, like people make the point, it doesn't need all these capabilities. Why are we giving this much, this level of, of AI to a child's toy? And they literally say, does it cost more than a Tesla? Well, it depends which model. Really? Model. And then they come out and, and it's $1,000 or something. $10,000. Ten thousand. Still, 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 and they're like, "Cool, ten thousand sounds great." Who's buying a ten thousand dollar doll for their child? Maybe Is for a thousand dollars, you just get one that just kind of follows you around and says, "Okay." <laughs> like Eeyore? It's like an Eeyore. It's like a dumb dumb me. It's That's like not quite Megan. It's Meg. There, <laughs> it's just Meg, exactly. The trailer version. Um, it's interesting. There was a moment, and you're gonna you're gonna mock me, where I genuinely had a tear in my eye. There's a scene where they're doing like a presentation for I don't know the board of directors or whatever, and and Megan comes and says, "Hey, why don't we do a craft?" And immediately, little Casey bursts into tears. <laughs> And and Megan walks across and says, what's wrong? Oh, uh, well, you know, my parents died last week. And you think the board of directors would be like, what the, what the, what kind of presentation? Where'd you find this kid? Uh, you would think it was a setup. Absolutely. It was so heavy handed. But then Megan was just like, you know, I've saved, you know, the memory of your parents right here. And if you ever want to talk about it or hear it, 
we can just, you know, I'm here for you. And sings a little crazy song. La, la, la. And they cut to the, and the woman's like wiping her tears. And I'm like, I'm kind of wiping my tears too. Aye, aye, aye. Aaron, you'll you notice emotions. But Go we ahead. will notice every time Megan always pauses and looks to the aunt to see wh- how she's going to react. It is a judgy as fuck look. Oh, absolutely. Every time it's like, aren't you going to? It's the look that says, aren't you going to do something? Aren't you going to say something? I got and this because you you're not doing it. I, I, and eventually, even during that, it was kind of like, staring at the app she's not doing shit i'm stepping up well at the in the climax of the movie megan literally says you never wanted to be a parent you know your work's always going to be your first love so just let me handle it yeah she's mine she's mine absolutely and rightfully so Uh for goodness sake she's now crazy she's that crazy mom who, well, any bullies? Well, little Timmy didn't show up for school today. So eventually (laughs) you will all be in prison, but. Okay, so there's a moment. We talked about this, the Montessori school in the woods, where (laughs) Allison Williams meets like another parent who's just like, oh, you know, my son struggled in a regular thing. They say behavior issues is a sign of genius. After all, uh, and then the, she goes, oh, hey, Darren. I don't remember his name. Like, oh, hey, Darren. Have a good day. Turns and goes, oh, F off, mom. And no, then not Allison even was, mom. Go, he's all F off like Shirley. Right. Call whatever it was. By his first name. By her first name. And Allison William goes like, oh, it's such a fun age. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was so good. And again, at some point, Megan becomes just a killing machine, right? Yeah. Eventually, she doesn't give a damn at all. It, she it, doesn't. I'm going to kill people that are irritating. I'm going to kill people that, you know, come to the by house the end, too much. By the end, she's just killing everybody. But early on, it's like the dog bites Casey. So she kills the dog and buries it. Okay, and knows that she, she's not supposed to do this, so she's like hiding the crime, right? When she kills the the kid who was who was who was the also the bad seed. Let's be honest. He picks up like a chestnut, like a spiky thing, and presses it into Casey's hand. I right. mean, it would have hurt his hand as well, but I guess you know the squeeze is worth the the juice is worth the squeeze or whatever. Is that is she, that a saying? The juice is worth the squeeze. Absolutely. You've never that heard that. very provocative. It, it does now that you mention it. I'll never <laughs> say it again. Uh, and she chases the kid to first rips his ear off because that's just how she rolls. And it stretched out. Like ah, funny. Ah. Pops it off and chases him into traffic where he gets run over, which was, let's, which was surprising. Let's back Go up ahead. a little bit. Go ahead. First, he's the one who steals the doll. Yes. It must weigh 400 pounds. But anyway, he No, he obviously steals not, it. right? And then it appeared like he was about to rape it. It did appear she, that way. I was like, what is going on? We have Took off one elementary shoe. school rape. I mean, what is this? It was was so he going for the crazy. nylons? I didn't know what was happening. It was it looked it looked sketchy. Um why is he running like a wild animal? I mean, it was creepy as hell, but 
she's an AI robot. So is yes. she programmed to come up with effed up stuff to do for ultimate terror? Yes. She says, un, like, we don't know where this line came from. She says, now is where you is now is the time where you're supposed to run, is what she says to the guy. Now, when I watched Terminator 2, in that movie, there's a lot of like Arnold Schwarzenegger learning phrases that he uses hasta la vista. Earlier in the movie, he learned that phrase from the kid, basically. There's right. no time in this movie where Megan's like watching a show or something, or somebody says something similar. This is just coming right out of psychotic Megan out of nowhere. Yeah. Just a sassafras. But you're right. She kind of like like rises from the grave like Count Orlock or something. And he now is where you're supposed to run. He runs off. And she's like a gorilla or something uh, running on all fours. Like you hear like yeah. a galloping sound chasing yeah. him. Uh, and of course, Allison Williams is like, this seems questionable. Uh, and she goes into the files to look Nothing at is like, more question uh, questionable than Allison Williams' behavior in this whole movie. Oh no, her she doesn't make any sense at all. And later in the movie, even Megan says, "You created this AI that even you didn't understand. You didn't put any safeguards. You just put me out there and hope that I figured it out." Well, I did figure it out, Allison Williams. She doesn't. I'm paraphrasing, but that's something like, and it's all true. It was really weird because when she was doing that speech, it was like she was jealous. Like, you're my mom, and we used to have all these discussions, and then what? Oh, that's true. I and was up left with me you on till four own. in the morning. Yep. You know, working on the code. <laughs> and this is what this is how you repay me. Sweet mm-hmm. Jesus. So, you know, chases the kid into traffic, he gets run over. And Alswing goes into the computer to say, like, well, what really happened? And of course, all those files, like all like the, the video files, all erased, all corrupted. The GPS is so there's no evidence of the crime that the audience knows took place. So and there was a funny scene where the cop shows up to get her a statement. And he's and he, he starts, he's very irreverent to the point where he's just like, huh. I shouldn't laugh at that because he says, <laughs> he says, yeah, we found his ear was ripped off and thrown in the bushes. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh at that. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? That's nasty. <laughs> it was, it, it, oh, good. Sorry. I shouldn't laugh. It, there, there are these moments, but like the, the dialogue made me laugh in this movie. I thought it was freaking hilarious. Oh you seem to not appreciate it as much as I did. I True. mean, it's okay. I did. I did Ugh. like uh, Meg the nag, and the fact that she just judges all your parenting. She's just like, absolutely, as she because Allison Williams at one point says, "Hey, I gotta do some work. Play on my iPad. I'll come out and then we can go get some eat. I get something to eat." Seemingly hours later, she's still tapping away at the computer, and the little Casey comes around the corner rubbing. Uh, salt out of her eyes, sand out of her eyes. Going, are we eating tonight, or is it yeah. breakfast more appropriate? Is it midnight? Is it two a.m.? Yeah. She's like, whoops, my bad. Not a good parent. I'm Not gonna a build a parent. robot mommy for your because your mommy's dead. 
So and basically, that's all you have to say to a child to remind them to, so they don't pick up knives and dump out social worker persons. You're supposed to feel bad. Your mother's dead. When she dumps out the social worker's purse, you hear her say, and your fucking $5 bag and throws it off the floor. <laughs> Five- <laughs> now that, that cut deep. That cut deep. Don't be mean to the social worker. Oh um, at the end of the movie, Megan is fully psychotic. She tries to kill the other programmers, hangs one of them and tries to blow up the, the office. They're trying to shut her down. Then she's walking the halls and the CEO of the company is like, how am I going to put on this big presentation? Allison Williams nowhere to be found. I don't have the doll. The doll comes around the corner and he's like, Megan, what are you doing here? And then Megan, for no reason, starts doing a bizarre acrobatic sexual dance where she's like, I'm like, what? what is happening? What am I watching right now? Like, it was very acrobatic. And even he's like, Megan? And she seemingly pulls like like a samurai sword or a machete or something from a nearby table and chases him down the hall and kills him. Why? I don't know why. Does anybody know why? No one knows why. I got a why for you. How come, because she's hooked up to their computers, she also controls anything with electricity in the entire building at all times? That's right. She's, what, kind of, what, what kind of wizardy biz is that? Allison Williams tries to call her friend, who's the programmer, Tess, I think was her name, to say, like, we can't let this show go on. We can't, you know, there's too many questions. And Tess, like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you're right. I'll take care of that. And it was Megan hooked up to a wire across the room using her psychic powers to control the cell phone. It's too much power for one tiny doll to control, is my question. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's so ridiculous. So really, she kills the aunt, the aunt should have died so she could have been uh, an orphan three times over. Absolutely. Four is that times too much over. To ask? Is so that not enough. I mean, she, I feel like Allison got off a little light. Well, we, she should be in jail. At the end of this movie, she should be in in chains. Absolutely. I mean, you you build a car with faulty brakes, somebody's in trouble. You build like a psycho killing robot with no fail saves. Because what, you're Amish? You've never seen any horror movie in your life? (laughs) Yes, she is Amish. She's at least Mennonite. (laughs) Um, She, no, it's, the idea is, we talked about this. There's no reason that the thing should be made out of titanium and have super strength. There is no reason in God's green earth it should have those things. Adding to that, it should not have a super learning computer where it's access to all information in the world and can and can manipulate like all machine. Like this is a child's doll. And right? does it have a nuclear reactor inside of it? Because I don't ever see them recharging that battery. It kind of, when when little Casey sleeps at night, Megan sits on the windowsill and you see like the bottom of the windowsill kind of lights up. So I'm what assuming What the hell does that even of, mean? I, like, there's I, a nuclear reactor in her arse? I, I, for all I know, you plug her into a 220, 
the same plug as it like in, your plug it in. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but at the end, of, so she kills the CEO, stabs him, and then kills like the little like with the blade from guy. a paper cutter. It was it was supposed to be like a paper cutter, but it's like it looks too much like a machete. Yeah. The way she's wielding it, it's yeah. like slicing. Like she frames the guy saying, "Like, well, you were you were always jealous of the CEO. That's why you killed him." He's like, "I didn't kill him." And now you're going to kill yourself because ah, everybody will take a giant paper shredder and stab themselves to death with it into the throat. That's that's standard. Yeah. So she's covering her tracks. Yeah. Suddenly she's getting real smart, real smart. And Absolutely. I, I, I got confused at the end there. She's not waterproof. Not water. You hit her with. I, I you can hit her with a sledgehammer, but a half a cup of water falls on her face, and now we're short circuiting. Is that, is is that correct. correct? That is one hundred percent correct. I, I wanted yeah. to be clear on that. That's a design flaw, I would argue. Right? <laughs> if you're spending, like, literally, they must have spent a hundred thousand dollars, and then she even says, "We spent a hundred thousand dollars of the company's money developing." Megan. Without telling and anyone. Without telling. So if this doesn't work, we're all going to jail. It's like, that seems pretty crazy. That seems nuts. That you And they're all on board. Oh, damn, you're right. We did spend $100,000 of the company's money to develop Megan and didn't tell anybody. And not only did they not tell anybody, the CEO on multiple occasions said, put that shit in the closet and get back to work on uh, the cheap version of perpetual pets. And they were defying him. She could not get it together enough to create a cheaper version of, of the eternal pet or whatever the per, what is it? Perpetual <laughs> pet, the perpetual pet, but she yeah. can create the winter soldier in, in her yes. basement. Absolutely. Yes, that's the answer. So now at the end of the jail. she needs to go to jail uh, for a number of reasons. Frankly, embezzlement. Uh, add that to the list of offenses. I mean, we don't know how it ends. I mean, presumably Casey goes to live with a foster family, right? Because any any setting would be better than this particular setting. Right? I agree. I agree. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Allison Williams goes to this, the the women's federal penitentiary for all right. of her crimes for building she's a weapon a of mass she's destruction. She's a sociopath. She's clearly a sociopath. And the little girl goes off to Florida with her aunt and uncle to become Scientologist. It's probably <laughs> on her way to being uh, Tom Cruise's next child bride. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. It was like they did. She... She had her her grandparents, her husband, or excuse me, her father's parents live in Jacksonville and wanted her, wanted her to come live with them. But Allison Williams, it's that weird thing where it's just like, well, I don't really want this child, but I don't want the child to go to Jacksonville. Why? I've got it's it the, all solved. She's with a killer robot. What more could right. she need? Well, and that's the thing. It's like literally the therapist is like, you know, when kids go through this kind of trauma where they lose their parents, they typically look to bond with the next adult that they meet. And rather than bonding with you, you've put her in a position to bond with this toy. With a homicidal maniac. And what happens? Right. The little girl ends up killing him. 
killing her. Bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a bad situation. It's very upsetting. She grows up to be Rhoda. I think this is the, the origin story. <laughs> Rhoda's the bad seed. Oh! I thought you meant Rhoda from the Mary Tyler Moore show. She, in fact, she grew up to be Rhoda from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Rhoda Morgenstern? Rhoda okay. Morgenstern. Sweet Before Jesus. Before she, she moved to New York, she was, in fact, the bad seed. She was, right? She The kid got the medal for being the best reader, and she whacked him with her tapping shoes. I don't, do kids mm-hmm. do a lot of tap dancing back in the 50s? Anyway, I couldn't f- ever figure that out. I think they put the metal cleat on it just to keep her from wearing them out. Because it really? was only on the heel. It was only on the heel. Oh, that's true. That's true. You took, no you one took knows what the hell we're talking about. I did. Well, if they, they don't know what the bad seed is, I can't imagine they're listening to this podcast. Well, that's not a very in- enticing offer. Hey, no, if you know I'm what we're talking about, a, log out class- now. It's a classic horror movie. It's a it is, classic. It is a classic. It's black and They've white. tried to remake it. It's never as good as that crazy girl with their crazy blonde curl. She was like freaking Nellie Olsen if she was, she was on Nellie Olsen. PCP. Clearly. That's what they were going for. Yes, I took tap. They called me Tommy Toon was my nickname. And I'd whack, him, I'd whack him with my shoes after that, though, just to let him know I meant business. <laughs> Anywho, you any last... King, you were the king of the tap crowd. That's okay, first of me. all, she Please. pairs with the little girl by putting... Yes. The little girl puts her fingers and the hand. I'm like, what? We've all tried to pair with our Bluetooth. Come on, people. You, you should have taken a lot of attempts. Is what it, you're it, saying. It, be- multiple attempts, and then it would lose connection frequently. <laughs> Absolutely. Just be walking into the wall, like, oh, Megan, come back. What are you doing? Falling down the stairs. It would have been very upsetting. It would have been very upsetting. But then, at the end, I believe we're to assume that before... Uh, Megan is dead. She is paired with the Alexa app, so she'll be whispering yes. to the little girl. Yes. What was what was the? It wasn't called Alexa. It was called like Elise or something. It wasn't Elise. Elsie. 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 Exactly. Turn on the turn on the lights. Yes. There's a lot of little product ripoffs here. The Furbies, the Alexa, Teddy Ruxpin. It's all been ripped off in this movie. The other thing that I wrote down is, so the little girl has lost her parents and now is forced to kill her next mother figure. That's correct. For an aunt who is indifferent. So she's growing up all right. She's joining the Manson family at the very least. Am I right? She's on her way. She's got some booty shorts. She hasn't bathed in weeks. She's got long stringy hair. She's living in the desert. 100%. 100 percent write it down there actually is megan 2.0 is scheduled to come out next year or in two years so get ready for that well the idea that they have a hundred thousand million dollar robot and and you can just take it home in the evening if you want and that's cool well i mean companies would have locked this shit down it ain't going nowhere she's taking it to summer camp with her crazy yes. whack da- fake daughter, her niece. Let, letting the dogs chew on it and all sorts of things. Yeah, it's a horror story. Yeah, no. She's a terrible mom. Terrible mom. 
Shall we go behind the scenes? I just want two cents to say that Megan part two will be as good as frickin' any part two. Jaws 3D. They're going to be playing it for laughs. It's going to be Chucky times part eight. It's going to be nonsense. It's all This movie is already, already not a comedy. But, but we understand that the original is the apex. That is often true. That's okay. <laughs> I will stipulate that. Stipulate. I want that put into the record, please. Put it in Your there. honor. Now, behind the scenes, Lay there on. were there were multiple different versions of Megan, as you might imagine. There was like a puppety Megan. There was a kind of a a Megan that did not move that they could put like a posable kind of Megan. And there was also a stunt performer named Amy Donald who would wear like a crazy like Megan mask and do a lot of like anything that was popping and locking. It was like Beach Street out there. (laughs) Yes. She she would do that shit, which I'm assuming she also did like the the exotic dance in the hallway. Uh, Correct. I have to assume so. Do you know what's funny? This is, reminds me. Um, I used to have Chargers season tickets to the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, and Megan team. was there. There was a halftime show where a bunch of of dancers came out dressed as Megan for like you know to publicize what? the movie coming out and did a crazy little <laughs> dance in the, during the on the fifty yard line at at halftime at the Chargers game. I think we lost so, that game. Erotic, yes, there was a curse. Erotic child sex doll popping yes. and locking. Popping and locking. This is why San Diego is what what it is. Well, I don't think. I mean. <laughs> It was the studio who had them do this. This wasn't like the Chargers kind of doing their own thing. But the Chargers right. says that sounds great. They said, "Sign us up. We're good." <laughs> With oh Our god, fans won't know the difference. We Becky and I were looking at you like, "What the hell is this?" I hadn't seen the movie at the time. All I knew is there were crazy blonde-haired <laughs> mimes or whatever they were doing. It their wasn't thing. the Jabberwocky. It was. It was. It was like the Blue Man Group. It was electric boogaloo. Yes, it was very upsetting. Um, this movie was originally shot as an R-rated movie until the producers noticed while editing that it was cl- very close to just being a PG-13 movie. So they edited a lot of the, the violence and the gore uh, to make it a PG-13 movie. That's and perfectly fine. I agree. J- they, Jason Blum, uh, who was the guy who's Blumhouse... Basically cited Drag Me to Hell as a good PG-13 horror film that was effective. That's what he was going for. No, I love Drag Me to Hell. That was when Sam Raimi was still kicking around with comedy before he decided to, let's do one where we've stripped all the fun out of it. (laughs) Well, he didn't direct those other Evil Deads. He was just kind of the executive, executive producer. He signed on to this shit. He allowed it to happen. He did. There's a scene where Megan towards the end is like sitting at a, what looks like to be a child's piano, but it plays it like it's a Steinway. And the song that she's playing was the 1988 Martika hit toy soldiers. Did you recognize that song? Step I, don't, by I didn't step, recognize anything. Heart you just to said. Heart. We all fall down like toy soldiers, not oh, Mantika, yeah, Martika. 
used to be on a show called Kids Incorporated in the 80s. Anyway, oh, that's not Yeah, here, now that you say that, it's flood. I, I thought you were saying manteca, like the lard you get at the Mexican market. Yes, when you're making manteca. Tamale. That's correct. That's what I was going for. Good Lord. Um, James Wan. Who did all of the Conjuring movies and all sorts of he directed yeah, Saw this. movies. Did not direct it, but he helped produce it. And he had some concerns because obviously they've done all the Annabelle movies. He's like, eh. But they said that this one was meant to be almost a black comedy. And it's not really about a, according to them, not really about a scary doll. It's more about people's over-reliance on technology and social media. What do you think about that? I think it's I think it's true, but not so much the reliance on social media. It's more about how willing they are to give up their parental responsibilities. Well, but, don't they they give yeah. like parents take give their kids the iPad and say, Leave me the hell alone. Yeah. It's they don't say just that, giving up parenting. That's what they do. Um, they hired Gerald Johnstone to be the director because he had done another horror, Australian horror comedy called Housebound, which actually they did on uh, on Joe Bob, which was actually very effective. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Um, let's see. Anything else we want to know? Once the first trailer went viral on TikTok with teenagers, Universal Studios had the movie retooled to appeal to a younger audience. So there you go. Um, do you know what Megan stands for? Let's clarify. Please. Who was going to see this movie anyway? This guy right here. Well, beside you, all these films, these January films, are, are playing to the high school crowd. They're playing it at every every theater attached to a mall. Friday yeah. night, good luck. <laughs> Friday night, good luck. What does Megan stand for? Do you remember? It was something three. Uh, good work. <laughs> something three. Uh, Okay. Generation. Okay, getting closer. Uh, uh, artificial. This is a good podcast, by the way. <laughs> you asked the question. I know. That was my uh, mistake. Artificial negativity. Model three. Model three. Generative Android. That's it. Shall we <laughs> shall we talk about the rating? Should we be should we be concerned about our sister? Our sister who's not called Megan, our sister's Megan. So Our sister is Megan, but is she we, a model 3? Could be. Uh okay. The rating currently on Rotten Tomatoes. 93% certified fresh. Do you want know the audience gave it? Mm, 78 78 look at you that's psychic abilities maybe i got maybe got a microchip in there you do absolutely okay let's talk about top critics richard roper of the chicago sun's time on richard roper this cheerfully dark social satire is the year's first terrific movie ride three out of four boom 
What do you think about them apples? Uh, Peter Travers, yeah, ABC yeah, News. I mean, Go ahead. There were definitely parts of it were very funny. I mean, Megan is a bitch, and she is judgy as hell. I, I just it's feel true. like it would be the kids who eventually were trying to push her down the stairs, not just the parents. Peter Travers of ABC News says, move over, Chucky. Here's the killer robot doll thriller we've been waiting for. This jolt of fun and fright stars a sensational Allison Williams as the inventor of a babysitting android with a bloody flaw that makes Megan the first banger hit of 2023. I, I don't disagree because I do prefer this to Chucky. <laughs> I don't really care for the Chucky films. Well, we enjoyed the first one a little bit, didn't we? I guess I've already blocked it all out. You, I, I, children, I, I watch like 900 horror films just for this podcast a day. So eventually they all just flow, flow out of my mind. They just drift, drift away, drift away. Like Sam so, the hourglass. Like Sa Peter Bradshaw of the guardian says an entertainingly nasty film for a new year. See, they all had positive things to say. What is your rating? It's a hard thing. I, I definitely, it is not a 90. That's ridiculous. That, because the problem with Rotten Tomatoes is just an aggregate. So if you get like, you know, Freddie Freddy, Freddy the Fool from Fangoria and, and all these like online nuts. Freddie the Fool? <laughs> okay. It, it throws up. There's no way this is a 90. But. I'm good with like a C, a high C. So I am going to give it like a three. Uh, we all need robots who follow you around and judge your parenting. Interesting. I would like to send that home with a couple of my students. I gave it four out of five. What? I, we're very close to each other, but I think... I think I enjoyed it a lot more than you did because you were kind of down on it. 3.75, whatever you gave it, seems like a good score compared to how you were kind of scoffing on it. Let's well, be true. I, I had to, I mean, it starts off strong. Once again, it starts off really strong. But then when she just becomes like a sociopath for no apparent reason, right. I mean, it, it kind of loses it there, but it started off strong. I, so let's say four I out like of five. I like Judgy Megan. I like Judgy Megan. Okay. Megan. Megan. Uh, <laughs> Not to be confused with our sister. <laughs> we got uh, four out of five ears being tossed into the into the woods, I would say. Uh, let's talk about the cast. We didn't do that before. Allison Williams played Gemma. I immediately had to Google her because I'm like, I know this chick. Why do I know this chick? You know her from, she was in 55 episodes of Girls on HBO. Yes, and that was it. She was great that's, in Girls. I love Girls. That's not all. She's also Rose Armitage in Get Out. Well, that's right. Yes. No, she's solid. She's solid. She was Charlotte in 2018's The Perfection which I think is about no. musicians or something. She okay. played Peter Pan in 2014's Peter Pan Live. No, TV don't movie. care about that at all. Famously, she is Brian Williams' daughter, the, the news uh, reporter. Yes. I did not know that. 
It's a small world after all. It is. Violet McGraw played Katie. You know her from The Haunting of Hill House. She was young Nell. Yeah. She was uh, Alice in nine episodes of Jet. No. She was Nina in two episodes of Love. No. She was uncredited as Shopping Cart Kid in Ready Player One. You know her, don't you? Okay. And like I said, she's least have the, seen Ready, Ready Player One. Didn't care for was, it, but she was a little girl in the opening scene of uh, of uh, uh, Mister Doctor Sleep. Doctor okay. Sleep. That's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. Ronnie Chang played David, the CEO. Oh, he's in everything. You know him from Megan. He was in Crazy Rich Asians. I don't know yep. why I said Asians. He was in Shang-Chi and Le- could be Shang-Chi and Legend of Ten Rings. He was in Wish Dragon in 2021. Well, let's see. Who else do you want to know about? Amy McDonald played Megan most of the time. Believe it or not, Amy Donald, not a little person and not a full-grown acrobatic adult. She's a little girl. So there okay. you go. So she she was, also that played, was her popping and locking. That was her popping and locking. She was in eight episodes of Sweet Tooth as Maya. Uh, that sounds like some kind of Lolita situation. It's something. Let's see. She's going to be in Megan 2.0. So she was the body for a lot when you see Megan walking around generally. A different How actress she, played. Please. How could she, if she's a child, be in the next one? Well, she's little. This, hasn't there been like two or three years? She's going to be like six foot tall. Well, hopefully she's, I guess they're filming now. They're filming maybe now. Maybe she has. In the 80s, they always hired poor children actors with like kidney disorder so they never grew. So they're the same height they were at, at seven, but now they're 47. Are you talking about Gary Coleman and Emmanuel Lewis? Yeah, I am indeed. Very upsetting. Do you want to know about any of the other actors in this movie? As far as I'm concerned, there aren't any more. That's all we need to know. Good time. So thank you very much. Go to our page on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok. We're on threads. We're on Instagram. And you may be watching us right now on YouTube. Well, baby, that right now. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Absolutely. Sweet Lord. You can also email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere the finer podcasts are available. So don't forget to like, share, rate, and review. Won't you? Won't you please? Aaron, for goodness sake, what is your social media? I have much media. I'm in all the things you just mentioned. I'm in charge of managing our ticker talker. I'm on the gram. I am the cult of Aaron. Join the cult. I am don't feed the pigeon. Uh, Professionally, I am on first dibs and artsy Aaron Doherty. Check it out. Beautiful. Each week. We kind of talk about viewer and listener mail. So why don't we do that right now? Lay it on me. Well, a lot of Taylor from Arkansas, I have to say. No, no Chuck Taylor from Arkansas. A lot of questions about Jaws 3D. Lay it on me. Agnes Moorhead had this to say. No, she didn't. 
There's no Agnes. <laughs> Anywho, Adam Wells says, Dennis Quaid asked, where's my cocaine? I said, wait till the sequel. Uh, you stuff. ain't wrong, my brother. Uh, Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast said, <laughs> Dennis Quaid was on coke for almost every frame of this movie he's in, to which I responded, and that's why we love it. That's why we. That's how he brings the energy. <laughs> no question. Uh, Sonny Rosen says simply, "Poor Lewis Gossett." Ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> Academy Award winner, who, by the way, did not play for the Boston Celtics. I don't know where I got that idea. It could just be simple racism. I apologize, Lewis, wherever you are today. Uh, William James said it's terrible but somehow ludicrously fun yeah it's terrible but strangely amusing i mean there's a linear story it doesn't make sense it's wacky it's you can see where it was supposed to be 3d i mean for god's sakes and louis Louis gossett jr he deserves to die because if you if your slow motion shark is coming at the glass and you can't be bothered to at least stand up and walk two feet to the door then that's what you get you get what you get and you don't throw a fit louis gossett does not deserve to die his character calvin brochard that's a different argument, but Lewis Gossett, we love you on this podcast. Or at least I do. I don't know about Eric. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Next week, we'll be discussing the 1977 horror classic, The Sentinel, starring such amazing actors as, give me a sec, uh, Christina Raines. You know her, don't you? Chris Sarandon. Always a Chris Sarandon. Always a Chris. We need to have a, like, why isn't there a Chris Sarandon podcast? There should be. But let me tell you more. Martin Balson, John Carradine, Jose Ferrer, Ava Gardner, Burgess Meredith. It's an all-star cast. Eli oh. Wong, Christopher Ava Walken, Gardner? Orbach, Beverly what? D'Angelo. Yeah, it's a non- it's a non- And there's some bizarre cast. Jeff Goldblum's in this. Uh, Richard Dreyfus plays uncredited uh, man on the furry, sidewalk. Furry man on sidewalk. Yeah. Tom Berger plays man at end. I don't know what oh that my means. God. I, I, back in the day, I used to think Tom Berger was the shit. I had a special feeling. A special feeling. Now, if you want to watch The Sentinel... You're going to have to cough up a little. What? It's like a hundred years old. That's why. If it was Megan, it's on every streaming platform. (laughs) But since it's 1977's The Sentinel, it's on Apple TV, Amazon Prime, Vudu. It's on YouTube for $3.99. You did notice that stupid prime just keeps raising that all the movies used to, used to be 99 199 2.99 they get you they get you so send in any favorite scenes favorite quotes comments and questions and we may talk about it on the show so thank you very much and be well i say good day sir <laughs>